We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast is presented to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. You got to check them out week one. They are running a $1 million prize pool that is rake-free. No management costs whatsoever. And even best part about it, $25 entry, only 10 entry max, and a great payout structure. It is the best GPP week one. You need to check it out for yourself. It's Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Welcome to the Swolecast 2019. Evan Silva's out. Pete Manzanelli's in. It's going to be lit. What's up, everybody, and welcome to week one of the Swolecast, the 2019 Swolecast here on RotorGrunners.com. It's year five for us, and listen, I think this year is going to be better than ever. A few changes, uh, mainly that the RotorGrunners got purchased by a better collective. Uh, oh, and also Evan Silva, we launched his career too far. <laughs> where he left us, like he didn't, he didn't want to join us. But it's okay because 
We have um, a replacement. Evan who? Evan who? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Got the jug. <laughs> It is uh it is important to know that um this show is gonna be free <laughs> for the season. <laughs> we're, not, we're not charging you for this anymore. My Venmo is the man saw sixty nine Four dollars and twenty cents for every take. There you go. Uh so we will we will have the same uh, the same type of format. We'll probably be adding some stuff in, but uh, listen, Evan was just a football guy. He was just a football guy. He was, uh, Tata, what were you saying off air about your matchups in the grind down compared to his? Oh, I mean, his is like a, a children's book. Ours is like a novel. <laughs> I mean, not, 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 not necessarily saying that's a good thing, but <laughs> I've been, I've like. been printing. I've been printing out his new matchup columns and I just like color in between the lines. It's just like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you, you, when, when God closes an Evan Silva, he opens a Pete Manzanelli. (laughs) We have, uh, we do want to let everyone know that Evan is still our friend so far. Uh, but we still will be busting his balls as well on the show. Just, in typical Swolecast fashion, we also we're we're going to continue some of the same things that you've heard on the show for the past four years in year five. Things like a forward-thinking show, things like Davis, you're a donkey. Um, anytime any Marshawn Lynch news I think, I comes think out, if Silva's gone, I'm like officially the least donkey member of this podcast. I know. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding? Bro? You, you Dude, would. Mister, I have 110% Malcolm Brown now that Gurley's a full <laughs> uh, you, you were saying Trey Quinn was in your, your automatic absolutes column this week. Yeah. No, and we we definitely will have some, uh, like, as, as sharp as you've become, Davis, there are still some habits that you just cannot quit. It's true. There's, there's like, I just, there, I'm going to tout guys who are bad just because I literally can't help myself. Like when you said that Dante Pettis was drawing dead to be the team's <laughs> <laughs> number one pass catcher, and then uh, the odds you gave after saying drawing dead were three to one, uh, and one of the reasons you gave was that Jordan Matthews was on the team. Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect legend. I love J Matt, J Matt, J Matt. He's one of my favorite players, but has he signed again anywhere? No. <laughs> no. I think I think I think it's it for our guy. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's, he's gonna wait to show back up with the Eagles in week nine and catch a sixty yard touchdown and never be heard from again. All right, so important important programming note, we are on Thursdays now so that we can give the you, the people, an extra day, and then we're also going to be free on the podcast, the Roadrunners NFL podcast feed. So just type in Swellcast and try to find us. So with that being said, oh, also, um, we have lots of premium stuff on Roadrunners, including Tuttle's beautiful mug in the lineup HQ filters. Are you doing the cash game picks, Tuttle? I do have the cash game picks. Yes. People could just skip this show and then look at Not- <laughs> Notorious and Tuttle and STLs plays, Squirrel Patrol, all those plays. Just skip this show. Um, and then also there is a uh, a promotion. I'm trying to find it right now. If you go to Vegas Insider, 
we've basically partnered with Vegas Insider and we're doing a $10,000 in prizes to for a pro football handicapping challenge. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you. Guys, I think I'm done with this, dude. This was yeah. fun. I really appreciate the opportunity. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you. boring, dude. This is so boring, dude. Thank you, Mans. Thank you. Thanks, Mans. I'm looking forward. Peace out, dudes. Later, Mans. All right. Well, his, uh, it's a three man show. It's a three man show, I guess. Look at that. Look at that hotel room he has in the background. All right. Uh, joining us now, we've got Peter Overzet. Hey guys. Hey, great to be here. Hey, I'm really excited for this opportunity. Like I know really big shoes to fill, but I'm going to do my best. I'm excited. I think Peter was saying that he, um, the, he definitely used the term Wally pipped. All right. Let's get into the overview of the slate because this is week one, but Davis, this is like a different week one that we've had in the past because of just all the news. And then today on a Thursday, we got even more news as far as like Odell being like having bad hips. All these dudes are playing. Julio's gonna play. Odell's gonna play. Uh, Julio, is, you think AB's gonna play? I do not think that Antonio <laughs> Brown is gonna play. But Antonio Brown was uh, Antonio Brown is not in the main slate anyway, so uh, not not particularly relevant to our discussion. And also, uh, Julio Jones, I believe. Was, uh, you know, I, I mean, like Julio's gonna play. Uh, I guess it is tricky though, because Odell is the, uh, you know, he's the highest projected wide receiver, uh, of the week. So I, I, I think at this point, I kinda, I kinda wanna walk that back and I'm more likely now, I think, to play Mike Evans in cash at that high price wide receiver spot. Oh man. There, and we do have some changes, like Tampa Bay, this offense, people are gonna see what Evans and Godwin have. And, uh, the Arizona offense is going to be interesting this year. Lots of storyline changes. Indianapolis, you might, you might hear a in cash from me as far as Indy's offense later on. Oh uh, gosh. Tuttle. Don't do it. You've got your terrible take as well later on. What's your view on the, like the overview of this week one slate? I mean, I'm I'm scrolling through and trying to find my my terrible take as you talk, but we'll yeah. we'll it'll be good. It'll, it'll be, be good. at the end. It'll be at the end. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um I think it's an interesting slate just because there are a ton of different ways to go. A lot of RB options. Uh, wide receiver is a little bit more narrowed down, I think. But there's there's I don't think in cash. Off. I think in cash, I think there's four running back options. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, more. Like, who, who? You got Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. I think Leonard Fournette's a cash game option. Most people are touting him as a, as a tournament in, in option. Cash, in cash, you're option. playing, in cash, you're playing Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, and Dalvin Cook with, uh, and then, and then your option would be maybe instead of, instead of playing Chubb, you play one of the expensive guys, but that would, that would necessitate playing a wide receiver that you probably do not like as much as, as Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham. See, I just think there's so many different options this week. But you you saying there's only three options, David, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it does. I mean, Chubb and Cook are obviously great options, but I think Fournette is legitimately just as good of an option as them, and he's the same price. So if you have this whole group think, which DFS Twitter is, which is in our little circle that all these guys are just going to be, like Cook's going to be 80% owned in cash games, just play Leonard Fournette, like a 20% owned. You think you think you you so you'd rather you'd rather have the one v one for uh for your whole slate than uh than just match 
the sharps? Not necessarily one v one, but I mean, I do think Fournette's just as good of an option. I would take Fournette over. I, I like Cook, Cook more than Chubb, but I would take Fournette over Chubb. How many guaranteed touches for Fournette this week, Tuttle? Yeah, uh, can we can we get to fifty between him <laughs> and someone else? Yeah, him and, and Raquel Armstead, at least fifty, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you got the yeah the in the Kansas City situation as well, like highest over under. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think I think Damien Damien Williams is like he's the secret good play, right? Because uh, Lashawn McCoy, McCoy probably gets like seven or ten touches, like max. But Damien Williams plays all the third downs, and uh, you know, like he he went from being like a top fifteen player in fantasy football to like I mean he he might he might get five percent owned this week despite, you know, being the Chiefs lead running back. All right, Peter, uh, this is your first chance to really shine. Oh, wow. One of Over, overview, <laughs> overview of this slate. We call it Pete's over, Overzet <laughs> Overview of the Week patented segment. I don't know. I think the thing I'm most interested in is along the lines of Damian Williams playing these guys that people are overreacting to from preseason. I feel like when the salaries came out, Everyone was on the Cardinals. Everyone was so excited yeah, about it. Yeah, this is the number one angle, is that the no one's playing the Cardinals now. Hey, hey Davis, are you going to let me talk this night? <laughs> <laughs> this is his overview segment. Come on. So, but it, it felt like they were going to be super chalky early on, but then those preseason games happened, and Kyler didn't look good in one of the games, and all of their wide receiver snaps were all over the map, and now, like, no one's talking about them as much. So I'm really interested in David Johnson. I'm really interested in Christian Kirk. I like the Damian Williams call. I want these guys that people are overreacting to that I still think project for really nice roles and explosive offenses. Yeah. Are, uh, are people overreacting to Cam Newton's foot, foot injury? They said that he's gonna have like no restrictions. Right, but but are people overreacting? I would imagine that he will be like su- like single digit ownership and and we, we uh, have him at five percent, which makes him yeah. just a smash tournament option. Yeah. So I, I I think that I think that sounds you know kind of like relatively reasonable and uh but but everyone's gonna be playing the wide receivers, which is really interesting. Like a lot of people want to play DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, but they're they're not super interested in playing Cam, which. I, is weird. I guess that yeah, means like the, the Goff stacks will be owned then with the more Samuel coming back. Do you guys, it seems like, I mean, I'm looking at the RG ownership projection. They have Samuel as the highest owned, 27%, and DJ Moore's down at 7%. Is it, do you guys think it's actually closer than that? Because DJ's an incredible play then. No, people, like people, they always gravitate towards the cheaper guy, and right. Samuel just got all that pub, right? The yes. Silva bump, the Levitan yeah. bump, the Harmon bump. Anyone with a Twitter account with FF in it bump. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, dude. I stayed, I stayed, I stayed firm. DJ Moore is a way better player than Curtis Samuel. More, yeah, so- more, more is the FanDuel play too. More is, they're, they're pretty comparatively priced on FanDuel, which just makes more the far superior mm. player. Yeah. I love that San Francisco Tampa Bay game. Should be fun. That, I mean, yeah, that's the that's the game of the week for sure. Afternoon slate will be fun. Um, I love the fact there's what five, six after five afternoon games. Tilt the tilt the tilt entering late contest will be on full display. All right, let's. I uh, let's, like I thought it was like ten and three. Is there five? I knew the the ratio is awful again for the second slate games. Uh, we've got Indy. And L.A., Cincinnati and Seattle, New York and Dallas, 
San Francisco and Tampa Bay, and then Detroit and Arizona. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, good start, Peter. So <laughs> let's go to quarterbacks. And uh, we'll we'll have uh, DK construction in a second. But let's go to quarterbacks. Davis, what do you got for quarterback? Uh, I mean, I think I think Kyler and Carson Wentz look like the cash game quarterbacks. Probably Wentz is our second highest projected quarterback on Daily Roto. I I don't really like I don't really like Carson Wentz, and I I probably would uh, not. You know, if I was building by hand, he wouldn't be the name that I would click. But uh, for tournaments, I think the guys who are really interesting and who I, I don't think are would, would touch double digits would be uh, Kyler, Dak, and uh, potentially Nick Foles as well. I, I think Nick – well, Nick Foles could end up being – he could end up being, like, bad, like, 9% quarterback chalk just because all your favorite touts are going to talk about how uh, the Kansas City Chiefs faced the most pass attempts of any team last year. Um, we've got Kyler Murray as the second highest owned quarterback, uh, this week. He's at I, I, that seems very doubtful to me, but also like quarterbacks, like we've talked about this before yeah. on the show, quarterbacks are just not chalk. Like yeah. they, they very rarely even touch 15%. Also, do you have the, the cash game versus the tournament construction? Um, how important is it to you, Tuttle, as far as like the concentrated offenses for, for tournaments? Yeah, I mean, if you're not correlating in tournaments, you're pretty much just giving money away at this point. Um, it's obviously not not necessary in cash games, but I'm fine doing it in cash games as well if we have somebody that we like. Um, I, I don't think it's a priority to to correlate in, in cash, but it definitely is in tournaments. Like Jameis, yeah, go ahead, Peter. Oh no, I was just gonna say the thing about Kyler is this could realistically, you know, DraftKings 5.6, this could be the last time he's under six for like a long, long time, right? For like his career. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you might want to get point floor. Yeah. So like if, if Kyler if Kyler runs eight times and throws thirty eight passes, how many how many fantasy points total? Twenty six point floor. Yeah, I mean he's better than Manzel, right? So probably twenty seven point floor. Speaking of Manziel, uh, Baker Mayfield against Tennessee. No love for that guy against Tennessee? I think that, that's gotta be candidate for most boring game of the week, right? If, if, if Cleveland is like, you know what, Odell's a little banged up. We want to just get Chubb to work, get, kind of get out of here with just an easy, I mean, Tennessee's so bad that, uh, that I, I, I think we're, we could, we could definitely run into a boring game here, Dave. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna be boring. <laughs> I will say that uh, Tennessee covers, and I'm I'm. I think it's like what five and a half. Five. No, I mean depends on your book, I guess. Soccer tote. Yeah. yeah. So let's getting into Vegas spreads now. Wow. There she. We need, we need uh, Vegas. She's got the sharp side shirt on. You wanna you wanna take? Yeah, it's gonna be one of my uh, my. Actually, I don't think I'm eligible to play. Uh, uh but I, Dave, I, I Davis, you wanna. You want to choose I picked things. Tennessee plus five in my oh. uh, in my pool. Of course you so, did. So so if you're doing the sharp side thing, um, I'll admit I haven't looked at the rules too closely, but I'm pretty sure you just want to spam as many bets as you can in the week. So yeah. anytime you hear uh, Soccer Dave with the Tate, like, just take the opposite of them for every. No, season. the Tennessee. All right, so Arizona, Tennessee, those are the offenses that just didn't really show you much in the preseason. Tennessee didn't even have Derrick Henry until this past week. Oh, well, that I mean, we all know he's the engine, right? 
Well, they are going to give him the ball quite a bit, and people are down on on Mariota, and uh, he's just going to ball out. I don't know. I don't like the Mariota Truther Island is so sparse right now. It is. I mean, I nobody on the island. Mariota is my third quarterback in a couple formats where you need to have three. So, like, I I hope I hope that you are right. Um, but I I just am really not encouraged with all of the hires they've made. How's the How's the uh, How's the offensive line going to hold up there? (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's why Mariota is your guy, naked Mariota bootleg. Um but Jimmy G, the opposite side of that that offense. I mean, people were scared because of his uh, 20 interceptions in a row. That that's kind of Peter what you're talking about like overreacting to the uh the training camp. I feel like that's another situation. Uh Stafford people think this Detroit offense is just going to be terrible and Stafford's going to be terrible. Guy played with a fracture back last year. It just feels like there's a ton of options. Let's talk about Jacoby Brissett, though, especially, Uh-oh. especially on DK. You don't, you don't need it, buddy. I mean, Chris, whatever. Chris, like, if you want, if you want to do the Hilton, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry lineup as a way to make your Hunter Henry lineups not chalk, I fine, I guess. Four point four K. He's that's, so cheap. That's the kind of price that gets Dave hard when it comes to quarterbacks. <laughs> It, it made and, it move for sure. That, that price tag and the fact that the guy's name sounds like brisket, <laughs> Dave is just. I mean, on another I will level say right this now. is this is better than the average min price quarterback play that we talk about on this show because Brissett like will probably add like he for his career he averages like uh 1.9 fantasy points per game rushing. So it's not like this is this is not a Mettenberger situation where like six points is a realistic outcome. Two other names uh, that I like that seem like they're going to go under own, Matt Ryan and Jared Goff. Matt Ryan in the dome, Jared Goff should be on the other side of a, a high shoot. Ryan, Ryan is a stone fade for me this week. I will, I will not have any. Why? Because I think that, I mean, quarterback, you should really be looking at nothing but ceiling. And I think that, like, 75% of the time that game is just gross because Minnesota just really wants to establish it. And I kind of think Atlanta would be okay establishing it too, as long as, cause it's, cause they're on, you know, like they, they, they're early in the season. They're dealing with this Julio thing. And, uh, you know, now that Silva's gone, we can admit that defenses matter, guys. We can talk <laughs> about defenses mattering again because Evan's not here to tell us they don't. Well, the, uh, the over hit on, uh, how long it would take us to, uh, <laughs> to mention defenses don't matter on this show. No, actually, the reason the reason why I'm not playing Matt Ryan is I I think that game is going to be too popular relative to the avenues that I see it going, and like really what you brought up right away. I think the biggest edge this week is that people forgot that the Cardinals want to run like like 80 plays a game. I just think there are so many options. How I don't, how could you say it's going to be too popular? I mean, I think even I think even at like ten percent, like I would maybe I would, the Minnesota side, but no, I don't think the Atlanta side is going to be insane. So, so what I wrote this week in in uh, my column on Daily Roto is I really would like to take the route of choosing an avenue in that game. So if you have Dalvin Cook, you you don't have Julio Jones or Calvin Ridley in that lineup, and then you you would key in your lineups. You know, if Calvin Ridley, if Julio Jones, no Dalvin Cook. So it's hard. It would be hard for Matt Ryan to make that lineup in a correlated way. All right, no Lamar Jackson love before we move on? I, he seems like a better fan duel play to me, just without having to sweat the bonuses. I, uh, Tuttle, what do you think? He, 
the bonuses are the reason why you're not playing him on DraftKings? Well, like he, so, so his projection on DraftKings is always going to be a little bit worse because he's probably drawing the most dead out of any quarterback this week to get 300 yards passing. But 100 yards rushing. I'm I'm a little worried. I I would be a little worried that for so like seasonal, I think obviously he's a great start. I'm a little yeah. worried that they're just up 15 and they're like, all right, uh, let's just let's see what Justice Hill's got. If there's one thing that Silva taught us though, it's that you can't worry about game script. You don't Did know how the game. That? Yeah, you it's, don't know how the games are gonna how they're gonna end up. I mean, they are massive favorites against Miami. They, what a weird game. 10 point favorite in a 37 total game. How, like, that, like, I don't think they're a 10 point favorite. Pretty sure they are. I thought it was I like be... six and a half. Who are we, t- who are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Settle. The Ravens. <laughs> Ravens versus Miami. It's at Miami. Uh, so. Did you see that uh, that Greg Roman presser today where he basically was like, hot hand, you know, Mark's going to be the starter, but uh, yeah. everyone's going to be involved? You're right. It, you're right, Dave. Seven points. Yeah. Uh, I have six and a half, but was it, what are three extra points? Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's move on. The bottom line is for quarterback, there are a lot of – considerations and you should just be doing it in a way to correlate with the other plays you like yeah just play, yeah especially cash just play brissette <laughs> all right let's move on to running back davis you think there's only three running backs on a 12 game slate no i said there's four with running or four. well if you're if you make if you make saquon and cmc basically the same guy because they cost right next to each other they're 200 dollars apart and they're projected half a point apart i think that pretty clearly the options in cash games are dalvin cook austin eckler nick chubb though if you are buying all of this uh if you're buying all of the leonard fournette in the passing game stuff i i would concede that he is an option as well though it obviously with my cash lineups I, I probably am not going to go there. Uh, Tuttle? Yeah, I mean, on this slate, I don't think you have to really – I do think it's – I mean, the guys Davis mentioned. Um, when I was saying there's there's a ton of tournament – or a ton of running back options, it's because you do have, like, a Chris Carson. Yeah, there's, like, there's like 20 serious. guys, I think, who are playable in tournaments. Like, I think it's a really interesting week for tournament running backs. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of playable guys, and I think we kind of get there's there's a lot of playable guys that actually have like solidified workloads too. It's it's not a normal week like last season where a lot of times we would only get a handful of guys that were kind of cheap and and kind of getting both receiving yards and and rushing attempts. Whereas this week we kind of have probably close to ten guys that are actually you know actually full workload backs. We've got uh, news today that Todd Gurley will not be on a snap count. Yeah. Do you buy that, Peter? Do you buy that news? I haven't been buying anything uh, positive about Todd Gurley. I, every single decision that the Rams have made <laughs> since you know the end of the regular season last year indicates that they don't want to give him a full workload. So I. I'm, I'm still not buying it. I'm, I'm not quite, I'm more of a uh, Darrell Henderson guy versus Malcolm Brown, but I'm with Davis. Oh, dude, boo, get him off the show, bro. Kick him off the show. I didn't Davis, know that. I like, I like long, you know, touchdowns. I like fantasy <laughs> points. I don't like three yards in a cloud of dust. Okay. Yeah. Um, I prefer, I prefer my running backs as undrafted free agents five years ago from big 12 schools. 
You're you're too pot committed on this Malcolm Brown thing to even see this situation clearly, Davis. It's it's true. It really is. Well, here's the thing. I uh, I was um, riding Todd Gurley deep into the the Super Bowl even last season. So now that I'm off, oh, it's gonna be a breakout week, baby. He's gonna get. Think? Oh, we're getting the total reverse jinx. Yeah, the the reverse I mush mean, is coming. Like the the number the number one guy in all of fantasy football last year is going to be. Five percent owned, eight percent owned maximum. That's gonna be low. Like and, it, it, and like, his price tags down too. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and we don't even have him as a good value. Like it's just like what like what are you what are you even supposed to do with him? It's it's very hard to say. Well, what do you guys have? In, what do you have his market share pro, or uh, running share projected at? You know, off the top of so your head. So I, I I know off the top of my head what I have for the seasonal projections, which fed into the baselines, but obviously Drew and Mike vetted them a lot. But I had him for, like, he was my number 13 running back, so I had him for 60% market share of the carries, but I trimmed back his passing yardage work and gave a lot of that to Daryl Henderson. Like, I think I only had him for 9% of the team's targets, which is really low relative to how he was being used last year. Right. We we currently have him, I think it was, like, right around 55% for this week, which, again, I think... Like, where do you start with a projection on his workload just because of all the speculation? But, you know, if you're using projections out there, just know that they're probably using a pretty low baseline. Yeah, like, market share. You, you should, whatever you're using to build your lines listening to this, mm-hmm. you should alter the Todd Gurley projection to what you think is the most realistic outcome because the person making your projection doesn't have any more insight into how Todd Gurley is going to be used than you are. They're just making their best educated guess. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's easily has the, the biggest room for improvement on his base projection on this, on this slate. Yeah, I mean, like, would you, would, how surprised would you really be if 7,900 Todd Gurley was the highest scoring running back of the slate, caught seven passes and scored twice? Like, not that shocked, right? I'd be kind of shocked. Cause I think the deal with him is that he's gonna be fine sometimes. But then some, like, it's going to be like Tiger, right? Where, like, sometimes his body feels okay and he can do it. And then other times, like, dude's going to look like, uh, like Malcolm Brown. Hey, Davis, what if his arthritis <laughs> or tendonitis spreads? Like your, like your golf, <laughs> oh, your tennis like elbow? Your tennis like elbow. Gets, like it gets down to his ankle, you think? Bro, that, ten- <laughs> that tennis elbow was so bad. <laughs> All right. I, is had, anyone- I, had a, I had a surgery and I'm fine now, Tuttle. Is anyone oh, you taking, mm-hmm. you had surgery? I don't know. Yeah. I had surgery. What a beta. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is anyone taking Saquon over Christian McCaffrey in cash games this week? I'm not playing either in cash, but um, I like. I, I we have CMC projected higher, so that's yeah. what I would. Yeah, two hundred dollars <laughs> savings and uh, yeah, much better game script. All right. Uh, if, if Evan Silva was on the show, he would definitely mention Chris Carson just because he is a – Carson's a really good value this week. I think the issue you're going to have is that uh, he he really probably has to score twice to end up in a tournament winning lineup, right? Like I, I, that's probably the only avenue to him getting there. Isn't any tournament winning lineup going to have their running back scoring twice? No, I think there are a lot of guys who could catch ten passes – or, or something like that's in their range of outcomes. But I think Carson is very unlikely to see over, like even at like a 90th percentile, I think he's probably unlikely to see more than four receptions. Yeah. That is the uh, thing with a lot of these running backs is that 
I feel like we've started to make assumptions about, oh, Chris Carson's going to get, you know, pass work. And that's kind of a big question. But on this slate, because there are so many values, I feel like you can pay up for Christian McCaffrey and you don't have to worry about and do the guesswork on guys like Mark Ingram or Chris Carson. Cause I'd just assume go down to Brita at 4K and, you know, he was, yeah, yeah, buddy. Depth chart. And he's going to catch passes. That game projects to shoot out too. So why not just save that money and know you have the the passing floor there too? Buddy. Well, I, I knew there was a reason we had you on the show. I'm a, I'm a big Brita lover this year. I don't think the depth chart really means that much, but I think that he is going to be interesting. And the opposite side of that, I can't wait till uh, Peyton Barber is the one just catching passes and doing everything and then – uh, you know, everyone writing over the season that he wasn't going to catch any passes, that Ronald Jones was going to, you know, somehow turn into a good running back. You're not a wrong. Dare guy, Dave? A Dare Ugumbalale? He, a team captain, no less. That means yes. something. For special teams. It does. Thank <laughs> you. It former, does former Wisconsin Badger. And he oh. did catch a lot of passes at Wisconsin. Um, and I, I do think he's a, a great Best ball ad and a great seasonal ad. I'm just not. Dar is like, he's like the exact opposite of the type of guys you should be adding if you do zero RB. Like you don't think that he can catch passes for a team that's going to be very pass heavy this year and behind a lot. I think his range of outcomes is way worse than guys like Mike Davis, uh, CJ Anderson, Malcolm Brown, uh, Darwin Thompson, who's now going late again. Like I just think he's like sort of a, just a, a troubling use of a roster spot. All right. How do you guys feel about Darius guys this week? We got news. Don't look like if he like just nuke him to. He's so cheap. Yeah, he's cheap. He's so cheap. Is so, he I, passing down work when they're down, or is that all going to be Chris Thompson? I think he can, though. I think he can get passing down work. And um, How many passes – okay, gun to your head. How many passes do the Washington professional football team complete this week? I don't know, but, like, he could be, be the, the guy – he could be the guy getting all of them. Just just check down Charlie. I mean, I, so, ideal situation. eight yards. I, ideal That's situation. That's 6.8 points on DraftKings. You, you, you guys wanted, uh, two combinations for two, two guys that could combine for 50 carries. That's like the ideal situation in Washington is they just like run the ball literally 60 times between Adrian Peterson and, and do they, do they, guys. do they run the ball when they're down like 19 though? See, that's the problem. But right. if, if they, if they jump out to the lead, it's just going to be Geis and AP trading three yard blows at a time. Mike Jones says AP might not even yeah might even be inactive. He might oh, be really? a scratch. He said Gruden plans to start Darius Geis at running back, but hasn't decided whether to dress two more or three more backs. Could need a third back to play teams, special teams, uh, Davis. So won't <laughs> uh, won't say if Adrian Peterson is the odd man out yet. Still trying to decide. That's the news we have right now. So if AP is out, giddy up, boys, giddy up. <laughs> You really are not going to be playing Darius, guys. There's no way. Ten point. What are they? Ten point dogs. Yeah. Oh, I, I love Darius, guys. He's uh, he's Why? one of the guys. Why? He didn't even go to Vandy. I don't care. <laughs> the dude is going to eat. He's going to eat. Okay. All right. Here. Let just let even even uh even around his salary, you you still think that 
Uh, so, for example, he is $400 more expensive than Matt Breida. He's $600 more expensive than Miles Sanders, 400 more than Justin Jackson. Uh, I would, would take him over Justin Jackson in a heartbeat. See, I think Justin Jackson is a very similar argument, but he's, like, much more likely to score. Oh, Justin Jackson is going to be starting? Did, did the Chargers say that Justin Jackson was going to be starting? No, it's gonna be it's gonna be fifty fifty, and he's now also not gonna play passing downs. Just like just like Darius Geis probably is not gonna play passing downs. You don't know that. All right, let's go to DraftKings. Let's build a lineup. This is our first Silva list lineup. Um, but let's face it, Silva didn't even have DraftKings open when he was building lineups. <laughs> I'm gonna show uh, the utmost disdain for your guys' picks to try to carry on the Silva tradition, yeah. <laughs> and then I will overrule you and get two of my picks. I, I will bully you until you are forced to swap out your pick. That's Davis. Speaking of carry-on. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Come on, Tuttle. Everyone's no. off the carry-on wagon. This would be this would be a great carry-on pick. You know what I'm on? Spot right now. What are you on? The Detroit stack in tournaments. I actually I actually don't dislike carry on that much because even if he loses some work to CJ, I, I actually – I it, I it would be weird for them to make CJ the third down back and not carry on. I mean, that's how they used him in the preseason. Like, so who knows what Matt Patricia and Daryl Bevel want to do, but it would be weird at least if they did that. I, th- I right. think CJ knows hypnotism, though. Like, how else <laughs> did he have such a big role for the Rams last last season? Because Malcolm Brown was on the IR, dude. They didn't have him. It was it was Malcolm Brown's time. He was on the IR. Got dude, you, you're, you've you taken this. So people know why Davis has so much love for Malcolm Brown now. Yes, he, you have a lot of exposure to him in tournament or in, in draft leagues, right? Oh, big time. In, in yeah. best ball. And then we had a buddy share a text from that his buddy received – from Jared Goff. This is not public news, bro. I haven't told anyone. This is public news now. <laughs> he received, supposedly received a text from Jared Goff. He, his buddy asked Goff, who were the fantasy sleepers for the Rams? <laughs> and Malcolm Brown was the answer. And that's why, that's why Davis is so hype on Malcolm Brown. Keep in mind, Davis also had a Dallas insider. Oh gosh, he has the Dallas insider. Was well, it, was it Cole Beasley? I feel like it was like. It might have been, yeah. It was right after, it was right after Dez tore his Achilles, right? Or, or something. And we were like, okay, who's the top wide receiver? And <laughs> Goulet's, so Adam Goulet's high school buddy is the Dallas linebacker, uh, <laughs> Dallas <laughs> linebackers coach. And so Goulet tells me, okay, bro, it's a Cole Beasley week. Or, or I don't remember. Maybe I don't know if it was Beasley. I think it was somebody Which, different. I so think it was someone really was. random. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was that I'm I was. sure it was a white wide receiver though. And that. <laughs> If, if dude got, dude got like no targets. If, if Silva was here, this is when he would go, I was at the combine and I was having dinner with Sean Payton and he said they're not going to feed Alvin Kamara the rock this year. Big year for Latavius Murray. Had dinner with Sean Payton. Great. <laughs> on the ribeye. He'd be like, can we talk some football? He'd be like, oh guys, are you serious right now? Yeah. All right. Um, quarterback. Actually, no, you don't have to pick quarterback, but Peter, we are going to let you. Wait, is carry on in? No, no. Oh, okay. You just you're said carry on. on. Yeah. Let's I mean, do you, it. Let's... You're the new guy. Kyler, baby. Let's do it. Kyler Murray? Yes. I love it. I oh, freaking love it. Oh, man. He's coming to the show and he's dropping the good picks. You do love Small to pass, see it. Baby. All right. <laughs> 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 
Uh, you're the only one that can do that on this show. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Look at this. Oh, look at that. All right, calm down. Tuttle's terrible triceps. Dad, <laughs> dad, life, dad life gone wrong. Lift, lifting the, the babies, the All car right. seats. We also need to tell people this is this is not necessarily a cash game lineup. Uh, we will no, not- this, play this in cash. No, stop it. Because you get all don't the donkeys that are like, play it in cash. I played this and lost. <laughs> if it if it doesn't cash, double ups. Davis but let's make like a you. let's make like a good tournament lineup. Like let let's win a million dollars with this lineup. Okay, so how so I, I can't go I can't go with my one in one fifty take here then. Oh no, just go. <laughs> just just try have, to channel your new no, Davis. I have for real a one in one fifty here. But if we don't if we want to go a little bit chalkier, that's fine. Can, can I just say something too? I want to. I realized I was before we were doing this fall cast. I realized last season I had like the best call of the season, and I never got any hypes on it and any pat in the backs, and I was really disappointed. What was it? It was the week that Kiki QT started first. first I, I shouted, I shouted you out because I played him in the twelve dollars single entry and got second with Dude, Kiki. The, yeah, the dude had like ten receptions, and Silva's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know, man, I don't he know, was legit, I don't, I don't, like. Three percent owned. I, I don't think they're gonna be. He like he's gonna be a part of the offense. I don't yeah. know. And then I realized I'm like, so many people could have taken this take, and including myself, I didn't make a lot of money off of it. But how did somebody not make a lot of money with that? I guess Davis kind of did. I think it's because you got the Silva like debump, like you got yeah, the Silva true. like bump down. That's true. Silva, Silva just ruined my QT take. You know, and that's why I think this show, like, I don't want to talk bad about Silva on his first show off, but <laughs> you, 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 you want nothing more than to dunk I, on Silva. I, I do think that like the shackles are off now and we're, uh, we're set to run free. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to be tied down anymore by Mr. Evan guys, Silva. I think this is a Ewing theory situation here, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> Silva. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tuttle, who you got? Um, I mean, I'm pretty- not answer me on my, I can, it's my turn, and you guys right, didn't- well, Give your take then, if you're gonna you're, give you're, your yeah, take. You're, you're, you're not gonna ruin my pick, and, if and, you do, then I'm, I'm gonna and, and, uh, Demir Bird instead no, of Christian. No, <laughs> no, Okay, no, no we're good. No, he's gonna be out there cause they play 10 personnel. No, Trent Sherfield would score more than Demir Bird. No. Davis, Davis watched five minutes of the, Arizona Minnesota preseason game saw Demir Bird just just roasting yeah. Xavier Rhodes and just want wants a piece of that. All right, well let's just do Christian Kirk then. Let's just do Christian Kirk. All right, I like that. You know who I'm bringing it back with? Carry on. Got to be got to be Marv. Yep, big Whoa. Marv. Yeah. He's like he's like an insane value and and pretty much everyone's nobody's gonna play. Gonna play him. Him. Yeah. Yep. So. He is 4,800, 4,847. Oh, we're going to have so much salary. I mean, 4,800 for a guy that's going to score two touchdowns and it is, it's yards pretty, is pretty good. good. Bargain, bargain. <laughs> that's a bargain. All right. Um, I feel like we're going to need to spend a little bit. How owned do you think Chris McCaffrey is going to be this week? Bigly. He'll be. Yeah, he'll probably, I mean, 20s. I wonder if like caught because people will have salary for him. All right. So with that being said, I, I kind of want to go Saquon, but you know what? Just forget it. I'll go Fournette. I'm just going to learn Fournette against Kansas City. Get some exposure. Oh, oh! I was hoping I was hoping to get one week through without playing a fullback. 
Yeah. I want to take what you say seriously, Davis, but you're uh, a grown man with the NFL jersey on right now. So. I mean, this sure, is you, you checking this lineup too? This is my Soulcast jersey. I always wear this to do the show. <laughs> Still. All right. Oh, yeah, I did last year too. Um, all right. I want to spend a little money here. I think everyone's going to be playing Godwin. What if we go with Evans here? Yeah, big time. I, I actually, I actually think that we could be, uh, the only thing that's going to suck is if Julio and Odell actually are banged up or, or one of them is inactive. All that's going to flow to Mike Evans. Could, but, but I, I, yeah, obviously I like the play. All right. Tuttle. Actually, no, Davis. Davis, yeah. Um, well, the one thing I know is that playing Hunter Henry in tournaments this week is so bad that it's like, un- it's like, it's so bad. Cause he's gonna, Tuttle, what do you think, uh, Hunter Henry's own percentage in the $25 single entry double up on DraftKings is gonna be? Man. He is 39. It's, it's, it's not gonna be as owned as you think just cause Kelsey's a freaking awesome play. Um, and I think there are cheap enough guys that you could realistically play Kelsey. But yeah, he's gonna be. I think yeah. he's gonna be like forty percent in 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 double ups, probably maybe even more. So my my uh, play at tight end is Evan Ingram, who's getting like all the pub as the high target guy for New York, and obviously, uh, you know, Noodle Arm Eli, he he's just gonna love those little eight yard uh, eight yard flats to Evan Ingram. I like Ingram. All right, Tuttle. Okay, so we we put Ingram in there. Yeah, we got, so we've got running back flex and and a defense. Let's say you use like a three K defense, you would have um, like sixty five hundred left per player. So probably should play like a Dante Pettis or. No. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I mean it, it would be perfect in this line, yes. but I'm I'm not gonna do it. Why wouldn't you? Because you're because you're scared. You're scared of Davis. Davis intimidates you now. He does. He does. Oh my gosh! If you went Dante Pettis. It leaves you with 7,700. Guess who's 7,700? David Johnson. David Johnson. Ooh. Oh, I like that. that. That is actually Pettis, a good Pettis is actually a good play this week. Oh, no, oh, David. Uh, you can't Don't do it. Do you can't this. do it. He is. Don't you call him a fish, and then you try to say he's a good play week one. Like, right out of the gates. Like, let your yeah, bad takes marinate. Let let them marinate and really kind of stick to them the first couple of weeks. Actually, you know what? I walk it back. He's not even in our top 40 wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. He's just been a roller coaster. Yeah. For Welcome I, to the show. Marky's Goodwin is a straight-up better play than Dante Pettis this week. Um, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if we should, we should get crazy. That's false. Um, I mean, we. I don't really want to play the, the wide receiver in the flex, though. All right. Well, who do you want to play the in the problem. flex? Wide receiver in the flex is going to be ultra mega contrarian this week. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. You know who I really like, but I'm not going to play on this slate or in this in this specific lineup. Just scrolling through names, Sammy Watkins. Yeah. His exposure Watkins. to the Chiefs offense at 5K. I think he's a really really good play, but better for game stacks. Um, use him over over Tyreek or with them. Uh, to differentiate. So, all right, I guess running back, I'm probably just going to go chalk here. Um, I'm just going to go chub. I, 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 I want, I want, I want the, I want the chub, uh, Cleveland correlation. All right. Um, that pretty much does it for the DK lineup. Uh, you have 6,300 left. 
Yeah. I don't know. Wow, I wonder who you could play for 6,300. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I wonder. My... I wonder if there's someone that correlates. Uh, actually, two yeah. people that do. Yeah. Oh, we already took Fournette. All right, Damian, let's move on. Bro. Damian, Damian is literally. Damian Galladay, Dalvin. If you. Don't I really like my lineup. Before. I'm just. I'm just gonna keep my lineup. Damien is Damien is just gonna win someone a million dollars, and it's gonna be tough for me to see. Wait, are we, not, are we not finishing this no. lineup? What's our no, you can't you can't really finish you this. Can't it's DK lineup. rules, man. DK rules. Oh, is Dude, it right? Really? Yeah. Player, player guidelines, Peter. The the man doesn't abide by those guidelines. No, I mean the man. The man doesn't. Moving on. Over yeah, to, to run Later. to run lineups in lineup HQ, you have to you have to go exclude two defenses. You have to make it at least two modifications to the player pool. Yeah, or just that, or just bump somebody's projection up by like point zero one. But if <laughs> that's a that's a modification. Tuttle Tuttle's given the uh the hot take or the, the, the there's your trade secrets. Uh, yeah, the the behind the scenes stuff. What if we just start saying like hypothetically we would play someone who sounds a lot like Shamian Lillian? <laughs> <laughs> well, Shamian Lillian not the best. I'm best. trying not to get sued here, all right? Yeah. I, You'd have to say, like, <laughs> Wayne-Ian Williams. Yeah. All right. I uh, mean, DraftKings did get baseball's account, Twitter account suspended, so they, they could come after uh, the mans for sure. Please don't make corporate get involved in week one. <laughs> Let's move on um, to the wide receivers. Let's talk about some wide receivers. Uh, Overzet, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, you lock-button Demir Bird, and then I think <laughs> – <laughs> He's going to be on the field for like 10 snaps, man. <laughs> hey, dude, but did you see what he did to Xavier Rhodes? <laughs> hey, hey, hate to see how much Tuttle is really mellowed no. out. Guy, guy had his ninth kid, and he doesn't have it in out Demir Bird anymore. Now, here's the thing what Davis does is that eventually, because of injuries and whatnot, in week 15, 16, maybe even 17, Demir Bird <laughs> will get some run. And then Davis will say, see, I told you so. You guys are just fish. You didn't add him in our Dynasty League. And so as a result, I know you're tilting, Dave. Uh, got, no, him, I had, got him for a $0 bid, buddy. Guess who I got for $0? Darren Waller. And Ty Montgomery. Dave shout out, shout out to ADHD for dropping Ty Montgomery. <laughs> shout out, shout out to, uh, shout out to, uh, Evan Silva for ruining his ADP on draft. <laughs> uh, speaking of Silva. Remember Demir Bird week last week last year? I think it was two years ago that he scored two touchdowns, right? I think it, it happened. Yeah, I don't. I, I thought it was last year, but yeah, it, it, he scored two touchdowns on a week that he was touted on this show. How does right. Silva so, do may, this, so maybe it's maybe how it's does Silva do this water thing? I have to piss so bad. <laughs> I actually have to piss too. Just go under the. Just go under the best. I'll confirm it was two years ago, and it's the only two touchdowns of his NFL career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If Silva, you're watching this, Bilal pal. All right, let's let's uh, let's hit some wide receivers. Who's your must-play wide receiver in cash games? Uh, Davis, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be Curtis Samuel, 4,200, right? Just, just like uh, insane – Insanely good value. Um, uh, it's a very healthy team total. Obviously, we expect both of these teams to pass more than league average, which, you know, just increases the chances of more plays being ran. And, uh, you know, Matt Harmon said he's the best route runner on the team. Reception so perception. 
Yeah, I mean, he just feels like a, a super easy play. Though I could see myself not even needing the salary and just and just having the extra money and playing D.D. Westbrook, who I think is just as good. I think they're like. The I was same. wondering if you were going to give a D.D. take. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good play. Yeah. Remember, remember when uh, people used to troll me on Twitter and not know that D.D. Westbrook was better than Keelan Cole. Yeah. I remember when people troll you a lot on Twitter, and honestly, most and, and of it, everyone's always wrong, and I'm always right. Most of it's deserving. Uh, I'm gonna skip Tuttle because you can just go to his cat. I'm gonna give a sneak peek for Tuttle's cash game pick. Oh, I don't even know. Let's see who I have taken. I'm I'm on there now. You've got yeah. uh, you've got Tyler Lockett on there for a cash game pick. I like that. On draft, so draft I think, Kings, I think I think it's fine on both sides for his price tag. So here's why I think the projection seems weird is I think at a 50th percentile it's fine, but, like, doesn't any sort of, uh, like, defensive special teams touchdown or anything just, like, ruin him? Like, can't you see them completing, like, nine passes in this game? Yeah, like, when he returns a punt for a touchdown, that's going to ruin him. Those are, I mean, that's even better <laughs> than an Andy Dalton pick six. I just am, I would be a little bit worried about the Tyler Lockett yeah, volume. I mean, pa- pa- yeah, passing volume is obviously a concern, concern yeah. there for sure. All Speaking right. of Dalton pick six, what about uh, Tyler Boyd? I mean, he's going to get as much volume as he can handle. They're going to be down that whole game, uh, 5,800. Uh, it could definitely go south if they just implode, but the volume should be there. I mean, he, he could see like – he could legit see like 19 targets or something crazy. I actually had him – so this this is a good note. All our lineup tags on lineup HQ will likely change as the week progresses when we kind of refine the process a little bit. I actually did have Tyler Boyd initially tagged as a cash play. Oh and my I, gosh, I think man. It's Corporate Tuttle. I love it. Um let's talk about on the FanDuel side. Like I don't I, I'm honestly not sure what his ownership's gonna be, but Tyreek Hill. He's because cheap on FanDuel. On FanDuel, he's 7,600, and people are going to, uh, you know, worry about defense. And Davis, as you know. What, what's about defense? I mean, defense, like, as it relates to teams like the Kansas City Chiefs, like, you would really be better off not even looking at who they play against. They, they play, they play one of the five best defenses in the NFL, and they have a team total of 28 and a half, third highest of the week, highest of the this main slate. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, uh, Mahomes, uh, so here's, here's a good one. Uh, Mahomes had his worst fantasy game of the year against Jacksonville last year, threw for 300 yards and ran for a touchdown against them. So it's just, it's not really something that I'm worried about at all as it relates to the Chiefs. And I think that, uh, Mahomes, this might, this could be one of like the lowest three weeks you get for the cumulative own percentage of the Mahomes Tyreek stack. He just has such a high ceiling too, Ty- Tyreek does. I mean, like, Four targets, 136 yards, two touchdowns is like a real thing. Yeah, and I mean they're gonna get him. They're gonna try to get him the ball. Uh, Peter, do you have any Fanduel takes? Fanduel takes. I got plenty of them. How much time do you got, Dave? (laughs) 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 Davis only gives DraftKings takes. He doesn't even bother anymore. At, At first, he acted like he was like kind of give Fanduel takes, but he doesn't even bother anymore. I mean, yeah, I spend I spend a hundred of my waking hours a week on DraftKings. I can't pretend. I don't know why you don't play on FanDuel. And this show isn't sponsored by FanDuel or DraftKings, but like, why you don't play on FanDuel? I, I Dude, don't. You're taking understand. time away from Peter right now. Let's be respectful of the floor. Dave. Yes. This is my one chance to shine, Dave. <laughs> Uh, well, kind of going back to that well again, you know, Curtis Samuel, 
5.9 on FanDuel, and you got DJ Moore at 6.2. And if that those ownerships aren't, like, within 2% or something, and it's so lopsided in Curtis, I just want to play DJ Moore there uh, there every time. It's been a weird kind of roller coaster as far as, like, the, the fantasy Twitter, the, the as far as DJ Moore is going to be amazing this season. Oh, Curtis Samuel is going to be amazing. And now no one's really talking about DJ Moore. Uh, it's like the inverse, and we could see the inverse happening now without there. Uh, Devin Funches, by the way, out of Carolina. I'm not going to – no, I'm saying he's like back – he had like a back issue. He's going to be back if you want to play him with – I don't know if I'd play him in a – in a What? what? I legit – how, how is Devin Funches' name getting brought up on a on a talk show? Because we were just talking about Carolina. Dave, Dave, Dave with the, the, the is, re, is recommending freaking Brissett Funches stacks over here. Funches is going 5.6K. In cash games too, by the way. No, I would not play him in cash. I would go naked Brissett in cash if you're playing that 4.4 thing. I mean, re- remember, FanDuel's pricing is so suppressed that you, you like – why are we talking about like 5600 for Devin Funches isn't like cheap on FanDuel. Yeah. Especially when DJ Moore's like $600 more. It's just a it's just a mate like you got to let got to let kitchen be kitchen. I mean there's so many good receivers on FanDuel that are under 7k. Chris Godwin at 69, Tyler Boyd at 69, Tyler Lockett's at 68, Galladay and Cup right there at 68 69. But let's go ahead and tell Devin Funches. I was really talking about Funches, like saying he's back. It was like a, a <laughs> an NFL news note. I wasn't I wasn't gonna play him if he scores two touchdowns this week, though. He was gonna, yeah. I was on it first. All right, um, Winston to like who has a better game, Evans or Godwin? Point per dollar. Godwin. Tuttle. I'm looking at their prices on FanDuel. Godwin. Godwin's 6.9K, Evan's 7.9K. Peter, you, you've been talking about how everyone's hyping up Godwin and not yeah, Evan. Yeah, I want to fa- fade the uh, the Godwin hype. I think, at least in season long, it's gotten way out of control. Uh, I still think Evans is the guy there. And, uh, yeah, I'm willing to, uh, to continue to uh, back Evans in this battle. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's open up FanDuel. By the way, any other hot take as far as like wide receivers? I definitely I mean, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't even cover we didn't even cover some dudes who have like legit slate slate breaking potential. Mike Williams against Indianapolis had 11 touchdowns on um like 64 targets last year. I think there's definitely a scenario where we just see Mike become the alpha and Keenan Allen the Julian Edelman of that offense. Calvin Ridley if Julio Jones is not active in this game, would have one of the better volume projections of the game. And this might be the cheapest and the lowest ownership percentage that you get on Michael Gallup all year long. And uh, the Cowboys have a really high team total, 26.5, which is, again, one of the probably one of the highest they'll have this year. I, mean, I love Gallup for a best ball play. Dante I mean, Pettis. He's really going to be like 3% owned, assuming uh, Amari is active. Any Smoky Brown takes? I feel like we need to mention him just as a Swolecast favorite in the past. Yeah, I mean, he, he seems like the guy. I mean, if, if you're going to pair Josh Allen with anyone, it has to be Smoky, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I've got a feeling. 
Uh-oh. Oh, you, you think if, if, Jake, if, Diggs, if Diggs plays? Eh, if, I, I would prefer Diggs out. Who has, who has, there, there's a Twitter stat. It needs to be re, re-brought up. I feel like this Twitter injury stat. splits? Yes, recycled every single time. Yeah, Barry, Barry like, posted it yesterday, I think. There was a oh, bunch of people posting it, yeah. It's like no more than five catches. Whenever he's listed as questionable. Yeah, he's usually pretty bad. Um, he's all right. Just getting, he's just getting load managed, I think. Last, <laughs> last wide receiver before we open up FanDuel is a guy that people have recently been just like going nuts over. You gotta have this on, you gotta have this guy on your seasonal team. You gotta draft him on your best ball team. Who do you think it is? Peter, you probably don't know who I'm talking about. DJ Shark. Nope. <laughs> no, no one's saying, no one's saying. Do, 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 DJ Shark, do, do, do. Albert Wilson. Oh yeah. And he's 3.9k. Um, I guess if you're playing any Baltimore stacks, he'd be on the other. He'd be on the other. I'll leave, I'll leave that to Scott Barrett. He's 3.9K, though. That's cheap on, on DraftKings. I like, I like John Ross more if I'm choosing a bad wide receiver on a bad team. I'm thinking of rolling out the all-punk play Colorado State alum lineup with Preston Williams, Michael Gallup, and Rashad Higgins. I think that's the alpha. Pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I know. I, I hope Wilson's not going to be a thing because I... I'm heavily invested in Preston Williams and Devontae Parker. This might be Devontae Parker's year. We need to <laughs> like this this might be Kitchen's terrible take. Devontae Parker, his player comp on player profiler, you know who it is? It's AJ Green. He is AJ Green light, and now he's gonna be playing with Fitzmagic. I've never they're, heard this. They're both this. equally relevant in week one. There's your <laughs> tournament play right there. Fitzpatrick, Devontae Parker. Eat it, Silva, because you're not on the show to tell me I'm wrong. Let's move on to uh, FanDuel, make a lineup. Uh, Tuttle, you go first. FanDuel, I mean, we talked about it. Um, it's going to be a little bit chalky, but I still like him here. Uh, 6200 for DJ Moore is too cheap. All right. Uh, Davis, do you have your account open to FanDuel? I do. I would like, I would like to, uh, I'd like to just go ahead and chalk it up with, uh, Nick Chubb here. Why? It's probably the cheapest he'll be all year. Now when Cream Hunt comes back to take his job. Oh, you mean the dude, you mean the dude who's injured and suspended? You know, if I was playing season long, I would definitely have Cream Hunt on my team personally. Yeah, I would. Uh, uh, <laughs> who was who the, the season long take? I feel like you have one of these every year. There was one last year too that people got so triggered about that you you said you wouldn't have a roster spot or use a roster spot on him. Doesn't sound like Davis at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like me. All right. Uh so we have Chubb, DJ Moore. Who you got, Peter? Uh we mentioned this guy earlier for cash stuff. Uh but let I want to get D, uh D. D. Westbrook in here. He'll probably be less owned on FanDuel than on DraftKings too. Yeah. Correct. All right, and I'm gonna go Tyreek just to go with that take. All right, well, I, I'm honestly, I'm honestly interested to see how owned Tyreek is because of Jacksonville. I mean, this is gonna be, this is gonna be, if you if you wanted to get good percentages on your Kansas City Chiefs, this is probably one of the three best weeks of the year to do it. No, thanks, Davis. I mean, I'm, I'll take Mahomes then. It's, I mean, yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody's got to do it. Got to take him. I, I just said that like three seconds ago. 
Did you? I, I thought you were talking about how, like, ownership percentages. And I said we got to bring it back with Mahomes. Guys, I, I, I am working right now, and I don't find this environment very positive. I'm just yeah. going to say that. Foster a positive work environment, Kitchen. It's definitely a negative work environment right now. All right, uh, Tuttle. Oh, you already just went. So Davis, he, actually Davis. Yeah, just, just three seconds ago, <laughs> I said I was going to take Patrick Mahomes. So dramatic. I love it, Davis. Davis, you want to pick someone else that Tuttle hasn't picked? Um, I mean, how hard do we want to go with the correlation game? I mean, we, we have a quarterback wide receiver and opposing wide receiver. I feel like that's as hard as we need to go right now. Are you thinking so, of someone – that sounds like Schmamey and Quilliams. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, I was thinking, uh, Travis Kelsey, or of course, uh, DJ Shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Uh, probably, uh, interesting. I think, I, think, I think we can make it work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I hadn't built one with Kelsey in yet. I think we can. We, can so we, we gotta take, we gotta take a, a cheap defense. Which is fine because defenses don't matter. Miami against Baltimore. Miami at home against Baltimore, 3K. Let's say Lamar Jackson is just terrible. There you go. It's so All right, so if we did that, we have 6,700 left per player uh, for running back. Oh, Matt, I didn't see how yeah, cheap we're, Matt Yeah, we're good there. I didn't see how cheap Matt Breida was. Yeah, Breida's cheap. Carson's cheap. Yeah. Um, I feel like in honor of Evan Silva, I need to go Chris Carson. Wow. We have trashed him pretty hard. It's time to toss him an olive branch. Uh, Butler, <laughs> Butler Community College legend, Chris Carson. <laughs> All right. Duddle, uh, you got 6,800 left. Oh, yeah, I can fill this out, right? Yeah. It's oh, God, look. Derrick Henry, 6,800. Man, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Imagine I'm spending pa- your hard-earned pass on that. Devonta Freeman, 6,700. I mean, the move is is just Austin Eckler. Boo. That's such a Tuttle move, too. I know. Yeah, who likes to play the good plays? Yeah. David, David, David's too busy trying to get Derek Henry in his lineups. I'm just saying. Get your boring game correlation with Chubb versus Henry. If you did that, if you did that, you have... Uh, there's like no difference. Like it's you can go up to the Giants against Dallas, hard pass. You're not playing Cincinnati against Seattle. I missed the kicker. Missed the kicker spot. I would have I would have definitely played Cairo Santos. You see he's with he's, the Titans. He's back. Yeah. He's with the Titans. It's lit. All right. Tight ends. Uh how much of a lock button is Hunter Henry Tuttle? On DraftKings? On any site. I mean, he's a better play on DraftKings. I'm not calling him a lock, but I mean, Travis Kelsey is just a monster play on this slate that I'm not going to call Hunter Henry a lock button. Okay. I mean, we do, obviously, FanDuel is a little bit different where the range of outcomes is a lot different. So There's only a $1,700 difference between Kelsey and Henry on, on FanDuel. If you're, yeah, if you're, play if you're playing Henry over Kelsey on FanDuel, you might be a fish. <laughs> Fair enough. I already, oh. I already know Dave definitely has Darren Waller in cash. Oh man, <laughs> is he, is he, what is he 4K? Oh, what if he was in the slate, Darren oh, Waller would, the slate. he would just be jammed into all of Dave's lineups. Oh, he no, might. Like be. Dave, Dave's gonna play Vernon Davis. 
No. And when George no, reads, it's up. I think I think I may play George Kittle. Over Kelsey, bro? I mean, five hundred dollar difference. He's a tight end one this year. You you already said he's going to be leading the team in receptions. He is. He'll be crushing it. Kelsey will probably lead the Chiefs in receptions too, though. Doubt it. Uh, Kittle, you got OJ Howard for sixty five hundred in that same game. No one's wanting to play Zach Ertz. Uh, but let's go back to to DraftKings tight ends. Uh, but uh, yes, on FanDuel only play good tight ends. That is a good point. I wasn't looking at salaries course when i mentioned hunter henry on fandle on DraftKings in cash it's uh there's one option i i don't even really think travis kelsey's a good play in cash on DraftKings. all right let's say it on three one two three delaney Nick walker theory <laughs> wait look man's face is the best here he's just like <laughs> what oh, the F did I just get I just, into? I wanted to get one Nick O'Leary hands reference in. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to talk about the T-Rex arms. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Henry, 3.9K. OJ Howard, 5K. Evan Ingram, I like the Evan Ingram pick. I think he could just get peppered with targets. If I if I wasn't such a massive coward, I would actually probably prefer Ingram in cash, but I just like – I pretty much always match the chalk at tight end. I also think that Delaney Walker is a good play. Don't don't kill me. I think they mean Delaney. Play. Delaney. I know Davis also likes Delaney Walker a lot. He likes <coughs> him so much, even more so than Justice Hill. Man, probably the worst mistake I've ever made drafting a fantasy football team. <laughs> How about Delaney this? Walker. The next touchdown that Delaney Walker catches for the Titans will match Frank Wycheck as the career leader. How's that? Oh, that is exciting news. Isn't he already the leader in receptions? I don't know, Davis. I believe he is the the Titans franchise leader in receptions. Are are people just like walking around Nashville sharing that uh, fun fact of Titan historian? I am Uh, having so much. People are in a little bit of a tizzy around Nashville because of the Tennessee college team. So after Sunday, it might get it might get bad if they if they have never bad performance. I think they'll cover, and I think that the uh, Titans might even win on the road. I, I made I made much like all my Delaney Walker stats. I made that one up. He is eighth all time. He is eighth all time in receptions on the so, Titans. Uh, so you know who's to make up a stat? Kendall Wright. <laughs> it's Corey Davis season this season. All right, uh, any hot takes as far as? Tight ends go. Can we move on? I mean, Ingram, I think, is the strongest tournament play at the position. Cause I don't, he won't, he won't, cause he's not gonna fit in correlated game stacks, so I really like him as a filler. I'm gonna go with Jeff, Jeff Swain. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Greg. Joku is kind of a fun tournament play too, especially if Odell's a little banged up. I'm gonna go the silver route and just mention the old guys, the veterans that I can never. Oh, we should have mentioned Fitzgerald for other wide receivers, just in honor of Evan. Uh, but I'm gonna mention Greg Olson as well. Everyone I think we've named like eight yeah. Cardinals wide receivers on this show, so you can't go wrong. We've just covered the board, That's, and now you know how it works. When, <laughs> when, when Kyler throws for 85 yards, can be so lit. It's like the highlight reels for like college or high school athletes. You only take the good plays when you promote them so that's we'll only be taking the good plays next week all right Tuttle's terrible takes who you got Tuttle I don't, I don't have one you just had an hour plus to get a terrible take 
How I mean, can you not Davis, have a, Davis stole all mine. Davis had a lot of terrible takes, but they you were cannot, they were really bad. You, you, I cannot I believe saying, you don't have one terrible take. It was gonna be Trey Quinn, but I can't pick somebody that like Davis is on too. <laughs> so it's like, it, and it's not even terrible, but it would be like Marvin Will, uh, Marvin Jones. Is that terrible enough or no? no we need like JD McKissick level terrible take here. We, I mean, we need probably tout Demir Bird, I think. Yes, yeah. See, how, how, how do I? Top I am that? so like, disappointed. That like a, like a. I, I got nothing. Take. I got, I got nothing. You can't force these, Dave. You always force them. You can't. You can't. Darius Guys would be my terrible take. 4.4K. Let's go. I can't believe uh, we didn't get like Chris Conley mentioned from from Davis. I've mentioned DJ Shark twice. <laughs> yeah. Chris Conley's gonna outscore him. Is DJ Shark even gonna play? No, Chris Conley, baby. I believe he is their starting flanker. He got a concussion last, uh, or maybe it was week three of the preseason. It was a long. He's good to go. It was like yeah. a month ago. Yeah, brain bruise is no big thing. All right, uh, final not thoughts. What's that? Not in the NFL. It's not. <laughs> Final thoughts. Over Zed, what's your final thought for this show? Just have fun, guys. You know? (laughs) (laughs) That's what this is all about. You know? Just, it's, it's about building some lineups, having some chicken wings, throwing on red zone and just thinking, life's good, man. Life's good. (laughs) Tuttle, you got a final thought for me? Can you, can you muster up one of those? Just you know, play those lineups that we made in cash. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they don't if they don't do well, uh, tweet at Soccer Dave. There you go. S O C R Dave. Davis Matic. Yeah. Uh, Davis Matic at Davis Matic. Davis, you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Make sure that uh, you are running out uh, Detroit Arizona game stacks both ways. Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson, and of course Demir Bird. All right, and I will say uh, on a serious note, Evan, we missed you. This is going to be a, a fun show, but obviously uh, we missed our buddy Evan Silva. We hope he crushes it. Any jokes or just that? Just that. Jokes. Definitely, definitely follow Evan Silva on Twitter at Evan Silva. Such <laughs> a great follow. I just did. gave gave him the man the man's bump. He's going to get uh, like an so additional gonna, follower from that. I'm going to Aaron Rodgers this. Probably not Baker Mayfield this. Oh yeah. That'll do it for week one of the NFL Swolecast here at Rotogrinders.com. Check us out on Rotogrinders. We'll see you next week, week two. More like Nick Chug. (laughs) I hope we're still recording. Get excited because it is time for the largest contest in Sharpside history with our Pro Football Handicapping Challenge presented by Vegas Insider. We will have $10,000 up for grabs this season, both in weekly prizes, mid-season prizes, and then a $5,000 grand prize winner. So here's how you get in. First, you got to download the Sharpside app. We have it available for free for both iOS and Android. Once you get registered, then you go into the app and you start swiping your favorite totals and spreads in NFL games. We'll have weekly and season-long leaderboards right in the SharpSide app so you can see how you stack up versus the competition. Remember, the most units won each week will win the weekly prize, and the most units won over the course of the entire season will win that $5,000 grand prize. And 
be the best handicapper for this NFL season on the Sharp Side app. So check it out. Free to play. It's the Pro Football Handicapping Challenge presented by Vegas Insider, all on the Sharp Side app.